0: episode of Church Talks. Uh, So I'm here with a scratchy throat and Rashad King, my friend that has been a longtime friend, is in his own personal space. He's over in a car somewhere um, eating dinner like and talking to me while he's in his car. So Rashad King, welcome to the podcast. Yes,
1: thank you, thank you.
0: Man, we have been trying to uh to get this scheduled for a while. Um, both of us have had to reschedule a few times and life has been crazy. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about that because you are um or were, I don't know if you say you were you are you were a uh a student of mine when I was youth pastoring and that is how I got to know you. Uh you were one of I would say the uh the leaders amongst the youth and amongst the teenagers so um I don't know if you recognize that or maybe if you look back and see it now but I definitely saw that in you and I always wanted to to give you more responsibility and to give you more leadership opportunities because you just have a maturity about you and um and now you are out of college you're working you're coaching Uh, I don't even know what all you're doing but I know that you stay busy and uh so what is like, what does a, a week look like in your life right now?
1: All right. Well, as of right now, uh, during the summer times, I run a summer camp and I still, I'm still on uh, at Walmart as well, but I run a summer camp pretty much. And I also coach. So all three of those things are pretty much, you know, all within my week, but only have one of them for two days out of the week and the rest of them are pretty much about the same amount besides the weekends. So yeah. It's pretty hectic, but you know, I, I try to find, you know, a little bit of time in between everything to get them to get some other things done.
0: Uh, Yeah. Like sleep and eat, yes. hopefully not in your yes. car all the time.
1: <laughs> no, no, and, uh, only at nights like this.
0: Right. Um. And so what do you coach? Uh,
1: I coach, Middle school football right now and uh, high school track in the spring.
0: Wow. And these are for the schools that you actually went to when you were in yes. middle school and high school, right?
1: Yeah, as Soon as um, so cool. I got the chance to talk to them and get to get some volunteer hours. I started at the high school for uh, football for one of my classes. And then after that, uh, the coaches started talking to me. I was asking questions and they were able to get me on there.
0: That is so cool. And, I mean, I'm sure you know some of the coaches and people that are there, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, even people that coached you and taught you. And so, I mean, what is it like to to go back to the school and to see these teachers that, you know, obviously you know them as Mr. So-and-so or Miss So-and-so. And now you're kind of on the same playing field. You know, you're not like one of their students anymore. You're actually, you know, you're working there. You're coaching there. How is that, like that's got to be cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it. I ain't gonna lie, it, it, it is, it's pretty cool. Um, Once you, you know, you get the chance to work with somebody who, you know, that taught you, or that gave you, you know, access to be able to just bring out your full potential, I mean, it, it's great being able to work beside them, and to do the same thing, because, I mean, if you, if you looked up to them and, you know, you paid attention a lot and you always made sure you did what you had to do, it's kind of a good feeling to stand beside them and to see others want to do the same thing.
0: Well, and I'm sure that they could probably say the same thing about you because obviously that's what they want of their students. And, you know, the athletes that they're coaching and, you know, whatever it is that they're teaching, they want the students to be able to uh, – You know, either whether it's to come back to the same place or to just like take the stuff that was instilled in you and then pour it back into somebody else. So I'm sure that's like a huge, proud moment for them um, to have seen you grow up and now to see you as as an adult. And now these other kids are looking up to you and um, and now you're the role model and you're the one that's able to to instill some values. And, you know, not just with with athletics, but, you know, with respect and with life skills so it's just it's really cool I'm so proud of you
1: thank you (laughs) Uh, it it, it's it's a great thing and then especially you know just feed like I said feeding back into everybody else it's I don't know it, it feels good to be able to do so and to give somebody you know that that little bit of time maybe you know they might not get the same type of treatment at home but just to be able to you know Give them a second into their own little life it, it it's pretty good it It makes oh, yeah. me happy to see them happy
0: absolutely, and so what is the summer camp? so what you said that you you lead a summer camp what is that for
1: uh out where we uh live at, there's a summer camp that is ran for the younger children uh it was for uh people in middle school and high school as well, but now it's just like eight to twelve year old so we pretty much just took uh, little trips. They did um, material things like for school, like uh, math and some reading as well. But we mainly took trips, had snacks, uh, went to movies. Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, like you were saying about a leadership role, uh, the lady who works here, she kind of did the same thing. And it's all kind of just like, it's helping me a lot because there's things that I didn't do in school. But It's like, yeah, it's helping me a lot to get these leadership roles and to be able to take care of the kids and, you know, to bring them home safely as well and to have fun. It was just it's it's great.
0: great. And so you said this is like this is where you live, like the apartment complex, the neighborhood. So these are kids that have known you probably like because they were probably much younger um, when you were a teenager, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, most of the time it was. Like when I was a teenager, some of them weren't here, but uh, most of them that were he- here while I was a teen, they pretty much grew up and are in the camp as well now.
0: Yeah. So you're just like, I mean, you're like a big brother to them. And uh, that's so cool. So in like in all of these areas that, you know, you're able to go back to the place that was um, that was home for you, that was like a, a starting place, a launching pad for you. and And now you are, like you said, you're able to lead. And I don't know, like, I I obviously knew from, I mean, gosh, you were probably, how old are you now? 22. 22. So you were probably, what, 14, 15 years old um, when you started coming to, uh, to Impact, right? Yeah. So, I mean, even then, because I think I even remember you, like, going through driver's ed and. Um, you had to miss some Thursday nights because you were (laughs) you were taking driver's ed or something I remember that and I was just like I can't believe this dude is driving like he's (laughs) like this is awesome this is so cool but is there was there like a time when you actually realized that you had a gift of leadership in you
1: uh well I'm I guess I could say like somewhat when I was even younger than that, because I, I always wanted to perfect whatever I did, regardless if it was having to say something or if it was a sport and I touched a ball, whatever mm-hmm. I did, it had to like it had to be the best. And that's what I wanted. And then people would come up behind me asking questions and stuff as well or wanting to do a certain move. And just being able to teach somebody something, even at a younger age, like looking back at it now, I kind of can get it a little bit more than thinking about it while I was younger. But it's like being able to just be there and to help somebody do something that they either didn't know they could do or something that they doubted themselves with. It was just always a great feeling. And when I grew up, everything just fell into place. So. Is
0: that something that your parents taught you or did you get it from school or is it something that just kind of like maybe you were kind of doing the opposite of what you saw around you?
1: Uh, Well, my dad, he always would have me doing something pertaining to sports or even if it was something like I had to do that was small, like something in the house, just st- standing up and taking that role it was pretty much all that I was taught and just seeing it actually and my dad giving me little tips about just being a leader and you know being looked up to it kind of just mm-hmm. instilled into my brain and everything kind of felt like I said fell into place and as I grew up I got more and more opportunities to do things so I think it it just unfolded piece by piece as I grew.
0: Oh yeah, and it starts at the home. I mean, because you've got younger siblings. Um, do you have an older sibling?
1: Uh, I have an older sister and an older brother and a younger brother.
0: Okay, I thought you had more than one younger sibling, so you're still a big brother. But obviously, yeah. I mean, that that starts in the home where you know your art, like you're able to, uh, you know, be a role model for your sibling. And I know you went to the great Winston-Salem State University. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and what did you go to school for?
1: Physical education major with a focus in coaching.
0: Okay. And um, you're clearly doing that. Yes. <laughs> do, you, um, do you have, like, a desire to actually teach physical education, or do you want to specifically coach, like, as a full-time career?
1: Well, my plan as of right now While, you know, I'm still young and kind of can move around a lot, I want to first get the coaching down pat and kind of, you know, get the fundamentals of what I'm needing to do, like around the school systems and things like that. And then when I got those few years under my belt, I wanted to go back and help with disabled children as well and teach the education, uh, physical ed class for them. That's so cool. I love that. When, I went to a, a middle school to volunteer for one of my classes, and it was all uh, disabled students from stages one to five, and I got to experience them all, even at the lunch, because the gym was right beside it, so we got to experience all of that, and it, it kind of just, I don't know, it hit hard, and hit me, you know, at home, so it was like, it was a great experience, and it, it kind of took a toll in saying, you know, I want to do this, like when I get a chance to so
0: yeah is there is there something maybe like specific that you could say that um that that opportunity taught you about life in general, you know, like seeing whether it was like kids or adults with disabilities and seeing them still be able to uh play a sport in whatever way they can, like what what did that look like what what did it like you said, it hit home um like what, is there something that, that hit specifically for you?
1: Well, it was just the, I don't know if I had mentioned it before, but uh, leaving an impact part, it's just when, when you get into that, well, when I got into that space and that atmosphere, it was, it was quiet, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the teacher, he came over there, spoke to uh me and the few students that were there. And he just told us, you know, a few things, step by step of like, you know, how, how they do in here, what are their uh, schedule, what their day consists of. And then we got our first class. And when the class walked in and everybody just was just so comfortable, they didn't know any of us (laughs) and everybody was just so comfortable and they were smiling, even if like some of the students you know,' cause some are a little bit rougher than the others, and some can't control too much of what they do, so mm-hmm. they tell they try to give us a little heads up before they came in, and it's just like everybody is them their self, so that's kind of one what I wanted, and I you know, I like to see, but it's it's just like they're no different i mm-hmm. mean they they have you know a disability and stuff, but they're no different. They're still trying to, you know, do them, get through school, and things like that. So, it kind of hit home seeing them, you know, wanting to have fun, uh, do their own little thing, and to be to be good at it. And I don't know it. It kind of just touched me at heart seeing that. Right.
0: You know, I I know several people that are labeled as disabled, and I've just learned that they necessarily they don't necessarily have a disability they have a different ability yeah um they may not be able to do the same things that you and I can but it doesn't mean that they are disabled um it just means they have different stuff I mean a lot of them can do stuff that I cannot (laughs) like you know you know what I'm saying so it's just like I think that that it's so cool that you know you're getting to see that um and it it really it, it inspires us to be like man I'm capable of so much more (laughs) you know if if this person is able to do this with you know whatever like whatever the label is of their disability it's like man if they can do that like I've got no excuse
1: yes because I mean it was it's so many things that I had saw like it was one kid like he walked in there and as soon as he saw me he immediately started talking to me about what games he likes to play and different wow. things that he liked to do and I it just I don't know it really it made me smile a lot because once one of them came over there the other people the other ones in the group just popped back up and <laughs> came over there and started talking and it was I don't know it just felt so comfortable like not like everybody already knew each other like I mean they know each other but it's like everybody already knew like I had been yeah. here and they could just talk to me and I could tell that, you know, they, they weren't afraid.
0: I love that. I just love that. And obviously, you know, whether you're coaching, um, you know, people with special needs or different abilities or whether it's like um, typical kids or, you know, whatever it is, like, is, are there ways that coaching has like affected how you treat um, say coworkers at Walmart or, you know, your, your friends, or your family at home, like, are there life lessons that coaching has taught you that you can apply in other areas of your life?
1: A lot of, I mean, I, I have, I have some, but a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Like just hearing everyone <laughs> else and, you know, how people feel or their opinions or just any other question, like you might not even ask, like you could be like, what are they asking? Like I've never heard this <laughs> but it's just like everybody's their self and, it's just a lot of patience, just answering one by one and being able to walk through it and, you know, actually having somebody to listen and pay attention to you. It's kind of, you know, something that I take with me everywhere. Cause I mean, sometimes somebody might not like something at Walmart or everywhere else I go, but it's like, you know, being hearing other opinions and just options on like what can be done or what they need to do. It's just, you know, it's something you would take everywhere, to be honest. That's what I think. But, yeah. You
0: know. And You know, I, I actually probably could have asked that question uh the other way of how has working at Walmart taught you oh. <laughs> how to deal with people? Because that probably has taught you more patience than anything. Because, you know, I try to avoid Walmart as much as possible because yes. it, can, it can get crazy in there. And I'm sure I mean, I've never worked there. Uh, but I'm sure that it can be crazy from your standpoint. Um, what what department do you work in?
1: Uh, I work in the online grocery part. So, you know, it's probably like, I don't know if you've seen Reedsville's, but it's always busy. And so one thing with patients over there, you got to learn what to say and what not to say. <laughs> yeah. So you
0: are you like the, the shopper when people like place an online order, you actually go and get all the stuff and then deliver it to their
1: vehicle? Well, I used to do that, but now they mostly have me in the back room and dispensing, taking it to the car. So I kind of gravitated away from that because that's, Mm -hmm. and I got tired of it. So they let me get in the back room, and I mean it's pretty chill. But you also got to learn what and what not to do, and what and what not to say in the back room (laughs) with customers. So it's 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 all right. It's not bad, but other than that, you got a good job.
0: Yeah, if you're going to work at Walmart, probably in a back room is probably <laughs> probably yes. a, a better option than some places. Dude, that's so cool. So so if I ever go to the Walmart, then I probably won't see you if you're in the back somewhere. Yes,
1: you're probably not. Not okay. unless you're on the parking lot about to get an order. Okay. And if Good I see your name, I'm telling them I'm taking it outside. <laughs>
0: okay. I've never placed an online order there, so we might have to we uh, have to make that happen yes but so uh i have have so many questions and some of them are like planned and other ones are just going to be organic but um but it's been it's been a little bit since we've seen each other i think the last time that we saw each other you were actually uh my you're being my barber yeah for the day (laughs) you were helping me out with my undercut because you have a gift with that as well you have so many gifts um but i think i was on your porch and yeah. I was just trying to, to find some time between your work schedule and your school schedule and all of that. And we were able to talk and catch up then, uh, and take a selfie. And, but I before that, that <laughs> before that, it had been a little bit. And, you know, I'm just thinking like when you were just say like, you know, early college, even before you went to college, what does your life look like now? Like what, does it look different? Well, I'll say that like, does it look different now than what you thought it would look like like before you went to college?
1: Uh, a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, I had, well, before I had stepped onto campus, I kind of set a goal and, you know, just wanted to be at this certain spot. So, I know if I mm-hmm. want to be somewhere, I'm going to keep grinding until I see myself there. And <clears throat> I've always had that mindset. And it's just like I mean I've seen things fold and unfold like as the years like had went through but going on like to what I wanted to do everything pretty much was staying in line Uh, everything kind of fell into place like it should have but you just have the little things in between that kind of you know make it feel like it almost didn't happen like that or it didn't happen on time but you know, in reality, everything, it happens on time and when it needs to, so.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're definitely um, one of the youngest guests that I've had on my podcast, uh, which is really cool. I think the youngest has probably been my my niece when she was only a few months old, and you could hear her in the background <laughs> as my sister was holding her, so that's technically the youngest, but as far as my actual, like, guess, I think you're you're definitely amongst the youngest, right. and you know like you are fresh out of college um you know to me like and I'm sure you probably in some ways sometimes you probably still feel like you're a kid and then you're like wait a minute who's the, who's the adult here and then you're yeah. like wait I'm the adult I mean I'm yeah. 32 and I still feel like that sometimes I'm like where is the adult in this room
1: <laughs> and- yeah and <at> middle school <laughs> football and high school track that that is that's literally it I yeah. can't help myself
0: And, you know, sometimes we have to remind ourselves, like, okay, we are adults now.
1: Um,
0: We can can make decisions for ourselves. There are responsibilities that we have now that we didn't have prior to college. Um, And so, like, I guess what I'm asking is, what are some things now that you value, like, as an adult, that maybe you didn't value so much, or maybe you took for granted, or... Um, like you didn't realize how important it was when you were younger. Are, is there anything now that you value more?
1: I would say the it's a few people, you know, around me and some, some things at home as well. Mm-hmm. Like my, like, in all at home, like my mother, just the way that, you know things unfolded over the years after what she said, like years ago. Kind of, kind of was like whoa, because she, a lot of times would tell me things, and it's just like when we were like little kids, and mom would tell you something that end up happening or end up being right, <laughs> but you didn't expect it because you were mad or whatever in the moment. But oh yeah, it's just when, you know, things like that happen, and she's. She's right there. I kind I value those moments the most, and having people around me that are doing their own thing and still making sure I'm straight as well, while you know it's vice versa. I value all those things because it's it's like you you work you can work a lot and stuff, but when you get off, it's it's like that's your time and you know your atmosphere. You're not in the works atmosphere, so it's like you want positivity you want motivation you want things like that around you and you look more of things you know in that little bit of time you look for things in that little bit of time that you know you want to be around and just having you know those things that I value those a lot and just (laughs) a car (laughs) that's Cause I've yes. had problems with my, my last one. And it's just like, you, you gotta, you gotta take advantage of things sometimes, you know, or don't take advantage cause it can go either way, but you know, you just, whatever you do, you gotta go all out and hopefully the crowd around you does the same. Yeah. Well, like,
0: you know, a lot of people do not go to college right out of high school um
1: mm-hmm.
0: or they don't or they don't go to college at all you know they might take a gap year and so I mean obviously with what you're doing now and like you said everything is kind of panning out the way you wanted it to as far as coaching goes and all of that mm-hmm. um but so I, obviously I'm I'm guessing that you feel like the college was the right decision for you right
1: mm-hmm.
0: so what would be uh like what are some things that you learned while you were in college that were not academic things. Uh, you know, just living on your own for the first time and, you know, living Ooh. in Winston and uh like what were some of those things that you learned while you were in college, but they weren't necessarily something that you learned in a classroom?
1: Well, when I got on my own and, you know, could do a little bit more than I could while I was at home, it kind of it just a lot of responsibility and being able to you know maintain a lot and to be consistent
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because i mean you i stayed to myself a lot of the time so i didn't really do too much but when i did things i made sure i had you know i stayed consistent uh i did a lot to be honest but it was just little things but as I grew through college, it was like a lot of just maintaining and staying focused. Like, even if it's, you know, you have, you have things that you need to do. You have things that, you know, other, other little things that you need to do, like taking care of your room, laundry and all that stuff. But (laughs) you got, you got time and a place for everything. Yeah. Um, With college, you, you have to well depending on your schedule you got to kind of work through it so just I'd say just maintaining and consistency and just just sticking on to things and actually keeping your word is is a big thing because like I said I didn't talk to many people but yeah you have consistency and you have all those things under your belt you're you're pretty much fine Uh, you'll with a few people, because I I only have a little friend group down here, but in Winston it was a little friend group up there as well. But consistency and just being you, <laughs> to be honest. I love that. Do you think that do you
0: think you were prepared, like like for the real world? <laughs> <laughs> like when you were of wow. high school, when you were like, do you think you were mentally prepared and you know all of that? Did you know how to cook? Did you know how to do laundry? Did you know how to you know, get around Winston by yourself? Like, what did that look like?
1: Well, <laughs> kind of just, you know, remembering <laughs> things because mm-hmm. I'd go around and not know where I was. But that was just like the first few days. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I I knew laundry, but some some systems are different. And it it kind of was crazy, so I called my mom. <laughs> but um, other than that, I love she, your mama. She's, and she, like I said, she is amazing. She just—you got a know, good one. Ever, ever since she, I was little, it was just—I don't know—everything unfolds in her way. I was like, "What in the world, ma?" But Thanks. and I know she's proud of you. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. She that's just awesome. she wants me to stay consistent, and that's that's why I brought that up a lot because she always wanted me to stay consistent and to make sure I was doing what I needed to do. and like that's inside and outside of school, so
0: yeah, and so many of these things that you're that you're saying that you're learning as far as like um patience and consistency, um, and n- remembering where where you are and who you are, like all of these things are you know, things that you could actually encourage teenagers and, like, the students that you're you're coaching, that you're meeting, um, you're able to encourage them, like, in their own life and in their own, you know, homes and whatever dreams they have. Yes. And, you know, so, like, what are some other things that maybe you already have encouraged people with? Or, you know, if there's any teenagers listening to this episode right now, like, mm-hmm. what could you tell them as far as, like, some overall like, life lessons that you've learned just in your few short years uh, that maybe you wish somebody would have told you or, you know, or something that you've just learned and you're like, hey, this is like, this changed my life and I
1: really would love for you (laughs) to experience this too. Well, I would say a really big one is you can't live someone else's life and I took that kind of to the heart because I would see other people doing things or I would want to do you know these certain things but in reality you you have to be you you know like mm-hmm. whatever you're going there for do it the best way you can because the moment you try to do someone else's you know way or try to be someone different than you are then that's that's not how you're going to want to be you're probably going to be in a different mind frame and everything's just kind of going to hit a little bit different than you expected it to instead of you just being yourself and you know not living the life that you think this person is living a lot of things that you see aren't you know things that you see behind the closed doors or when or are off camera or away from you it's it's a lot of times people are just keeping a smile on their face or just trying to, you know, let you see that you can get through it. And most of the time, like when that happens, they don't explain the part of how your mental state needs to be or, you know, how you need to be as a person. And that's why I say like be yourself because the only person that can truly, you know, understand and control you is you. So it's Mm -hmm. like, don't try to live with someone else's, you know, tactics or mind frame, because not everybody thinks the same or moves the same. So you could be doing something totally, you know, the same thing, but it's your own way. Yeah. And be unique. That's (laughs) another one as well. Unique as you possibly can. Just be you. So, yeah. Right.
0: Right. 'Cause I mean, it doesn't mean that one is right and another's wrong or one's mm-hmm. better than another. <clears throat> it's like what we were saying earlier about the disabilities. It's like we're different. Mm-hmm. Um like we're all going to have different things that we bring to the table. And uh and the uniqueness is what makes the world so beautiful. Like just the differences that we have, because otherwise I would hate it if everybody in the world was like me.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you do you
0: know how crazy that would be? Uh. That would yeah, be a mess.
1: I couldn't. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really
0: glad that God made us all so different.
1: Right, because a whole bunch of nah, a whole bunch of me, nah. See, just, <laughs> glad it's just one. It's you just see, one. Can, but, Only um,
0: one Messiah King.
1: Yes, but just you know, just being you—that's that's all I would you know want anybody to take. Don't try to be someone else. Just be yourself.
0: I love it, and. So is there something that, that God has been like teaching you in these last several months of you being, um, you know, basically like, you know, you've got, you've got a college degree, you're working jobs, uh, you're doing a ton of things over the summer. Like what, what has God been showing you maybe on a, on a spiritual level Um, lately?
1: Well, I had a few things that happened at home and it felt like, you know, A lot of things were just out of, you know, out of the right lane that Mm -hmm. we were trying to take as a whole, like as a family as well, and even for ourselves. But it was just like having to sit through things and go through things longer than you expected is kind of a kind of something that, you know, you don't always think on but you sometimes have to because you could be doing something and it take a little bit longer than you expect but <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> right but it might
0: take a lot longer
1: <laughs>
0: it might take for a lot real.
1: longer <laughs> but I would my mom she you know she's going she had went through some things recently and she just was like why don't they hurry up or like why isn't this like hurrying up and mm-hmm. You know, having to having to see her go through that and then I was going through my own little things, but it was like kind of a, you know, back to the mental state thing It's everything kind of was hitting me all at once and I didn't know how to think on it. But it's just like over time, everything that is, you know, happening, it's all a lesson and it's all something from you to learn from because. They're different, you know, little lessons and things that life teach them. So you, a whole lot of patience is what life revolves around. And a lot of things might not happen on time. Like you think like your own time, but it is on time in general. Like If you yeah. get what I'm saying, because it's it's a, it's a lot to it. Yeah. I mean, things, you know, they, they don't run around and happen at the instant so having to just be patient and not you know want to rush things but want to get it right mm-hmm. is you know, one one big thing because I I used to like when my car messed up last semester I was like man I'm be messed up for school like I just instantly was just thinking up a whole thinking of <laughs> a whole lot of things but you know, everything happened on time and as long as I got to you know, talk to my professors and stuff and they understood. So everything happens for a reason. And when things get there, they get there on time. So that that's you, a big one.
0: You have been you've been dropping some wisdom on this episode. Like <laughs> at 22 years old, you are you are giving people some advice and uh, some thoughtful suggestions of how to live better, you know, people two and three times your age have still not been able to grasp what you've been talking about in a short time, just in the last few minutes, um, Mm -hmm. about patience and about timing and about waiting and about it being right and, and good rather than fast and sloppy or you know, halfway done or just finishing it for the sake of getting it done. But, like, I love that you kind of have this slow and steady wins the race. Like, obviously, you, you're you coaching track and, you know, you, you're telling people how to run. And I, I'm not a runner. I never have been. I mean, I played sports, but I hated to run. I still do. But what I do know about running is that the pace is, like, you can't just, like, burn yourself out in the first little bit of it. Like you've got to keep a consistent pace, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Most definitely.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of like what I'm hearing from you is like, you know, the, the pace of your life in all seasons has got to be like steady and consistent and you are living that out, like with your own life, you're speaking about it, um, here. And then you're also encouraging people with your example and how you're demonstrating it. And also with your words and yeah yeah, it's been some good stuff so good and we are
1: spread the word
0: spread it spread it son (laughs) look we're gonna we're wrapping up the episode and i've got some rapid fire questions for you uh but before we get into those is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to make sure
1: we we cover uh no that's pretty much what my my weeks and you know thoughts consist of so yeah that was it you hit the you hit the plate (laughs) well
0: I mean I just I love you I love your life and I love what you're what you're doing and what you're standing for and I knew I wanted to have you uh to be on the pod just as a as an encouragement as a testimony of like hey you don't have to be um a statistic you don't have to you know just basically goof off through college and uh, getting all this dead and then kind of throw it all away. Like you can actually set goals and yeah. you can reach goals and you can live out what you actually have planned from, you know, when you were in high school. And you're doing that. So I appreciate you.
1: No problem. No problem at
0: all. <laughs> Just Keep it up, dude. Keep it up for sure. Um. All right. You ready for some rapid fire questions? Let's get it. All right. What's your favorite holiday?
1: Oh, Christmas.
0: Okay. And do you brush your teeth with warm water or cold water?
1: Warm. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Bahamas. Mm. Hmm. When you're putting on a t-shirt, do you put it over your head first or do you put your arms in first?
1: Over my head.
0: (laughs) Uh, What is your first thought when you get onto an airplane?
1: What in the world? <laughs> Is that that's, that's, it? It, that's it? That's it. Okay.
0: All right, uh, what's the last movie you watched?
1: Rush Hour Three.
0: And what's the last thing that made you cry?
1: <laughs> don't
0: don't say oh, rush hour three. <laughs> no,
1: no. Um hear my little brother say I love you after I let him go outside. Yes. That's so sweet. Um, what is a sound that
0: you hate?
1: Ooh, chalkboards.
0: Okay, like the scratching on the chalkboard. Yes. Okay. Um, and what is the craziest thing that you think you've ever done? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if we should say like this should be a filtered answer or can <laughs> be. You can have an uncensored answer. I don't care. All right.
1: Uh... Ooh, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I'm gonna just stick with this one. Uh, okay. flips off of the top of a park. I'm gonna just leave it here. It could get oh, worse, God. but I'm gonna leave it there. Doing flips off the top of a park, and I think it was at twelve, eleven, something around that age.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes. Well, you have a really um, <laughs> like the way that you can do backflips and all that kind of stuff. Like I still have videos somewhere on my like phone or ipad whatever from years ago when you were like and it was you and so many other guys that were doing those like i don't even know what you call them like where you run and then you do flips and you do cartwheel uh, yeah and you do it like in sync with somebody else yeah like it's sick i don't i don't even know how you do that but it's really cool so yeah you've been flipping and doing all kinds of stuff for a long time it's that's another gift that you have (laughs) and um who has
1: been your biggest inspiration (laughs) Well, I'd say, I'd say my dad. I mean, I have my mom, you know, for, you know, just the love that she gives. But just for right and wrong, like as a general thing, my dad. Because you learn, you you inherit the gifts. And, I mean, you might inherit some of the bad, but the thing about it is the bad. And you learn Mm -hmm. it from the good as well. So it's just like, you know someone what it might not sound right but someone that can teach you you know the right and wrongs through their own actions
0: yeah well shout out to your dad and your mom and your siblings yes. and your whole your whole family your whole neighborhood <laughs>
1: yeah, shout out to little zay the man himself little zay
0: oh man i love it well that is all i got for you and is there anything else that you have before we log off here?
1: Uh never think it's too late because it's never too late and that's a real thing. Mm. This experience in college and you know outside of college it's 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 never too late to do what you know you want to do cuz you don't instantly have to go to college or you don't instantly have to get a job but right. It's it's never too late to you know sit down and you know just go for it. So
0: well, Rashad, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Like it has literally been a joy, uh, just having this conversation. And uh, I know it's late. You've been you've been coaching and working all day, and uh, my voice is about to give out at some point. So I am praying that you get some incredible rest tonight, and uh, and that it just like energizes you for the rest of your. Week with all the stuff that is on your plate, um, all the things that fill up your calendar and your schedule. And I pray that every opportunity that you have to uh, speak to kids and adults and wherever you're working, that uh, you just continue to bring light and joy and just that calm nature that you have. Like, I love that you really are a very consistent, patient, like mild tempered person. I just I love that about you, and you have a great smile so so keep sharing that with everybody and the encouragement and the advice that you've been giving us tonight.
1: It's been awesome. yes, thank you and you know thank you for the years that you have put in, you know the times when we were little just I, I thank you all the time for that so. man, you we probably should have
0: uh should' have talked about some of the crazy memories that we had from that Ooh. era of our life. We, we've we got some fun <laughs> ones. Man, we'll come back to it, for sure. I don't even know how many people we ever fit on that 15-passenger van, but I know <laughs> it, was, it was a whole bunch. And um, We're not going to
1: speak on that. <laughs> we're not
0: going to speak on that. We ain't going to speak on how stinky it was during the summertime
1: Everybody's when all these
0: all these teenagers been playing outside and they all <laughs> cramming this van smelling like funk. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. dude
0: but it was we were so so good like you know the youth building days and getting that all fixed and cleaned up and um outdoor services when we had like summer parties and we put all the plastic uh down that hill and put dish soap on it and we slid I don't don't know how we didn't break bones (laughs) There was a lot of grace covering a lot of <laughs> a lot of that yes, era. That,
1: that was uh, that was one for it more than just the books, oh, yeah, for yes. sure.
0: i I miss those days so much, so much, right. Ah, it's like we have to grow up, and I don't like it, but it is what it is, right. T- it is t- timing like is good. It is. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I love you so much. and it was again, great to talk to you. And uh, you're welcome on the pod anytime. And I hope I get to see you soon and hopefully not in the back of Walmart.
1: (laughs) Right. But I love you too. And uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on here.
0: Absolutely. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of Church Talks. Hey, before you guys leave and start listening to another episode of Church Talks, could you take 10 or 15 seconds and just go on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening, and click follow or subscribe or like or the plus sign, whatever it is where you're listening. Uh, That would mean a ton to me. And that way you'll never miss episodes when they're coming out on the weekends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and supporting and subscribing and following. I love you guys so much.